Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. What's going on, my friends? Let me open up with this. I like doing this soft open now, where it's kind of like I chit-chat with you, and then I like play the intro, where it's like the music. And then we're officially underway, or some stupid shit like that. Kate writes this. Kate, one of my favorite people in the world. Kate from New Jersey. The Duchess of New Jersey. She writes, regarding the Wednesday Eric Zane Show podcast. Good morning. I hope you had an awesome birthday celebration with the family. Uh, pause. Well, we didn't do anything. There wasn't, there wasn't one thing other than, hey, happy birthday, honey. Not a nothing. You're like, what? You didn't even get an HJ? No, nothing. I am not complaining. The, the celebration is Sunday. Okay. We're like a, you know, kick that can down the road family. You know. Uh, so, in fact, Diana was traveling. She was coming back from up north. And I had a full slate of things to do. And everybody was going their separate ways. But Sunday is the Eric Zancho podcast. Well, not... No, just it's just my family birthday party. I'm like I'm like a birthday month type of guy. I yesterday I actually played the card. Madison, no. Can you help me? Here's the thing. If you're walking around the house here and with four dogs, I had a list of things that I had to do yesterday. And uh um I said, Madison, I need your help. What is it? What is it? I go, I need you to let the dogs out. And she's immediately started to squawk. I go, it's my birthday. Now, I shouldn't have to play the it's my birthday card. And then I gave her the old, uh, hey, uh, can, you, can you do the kitchen before your mother gets home? It's my birthday. I shouldn't have to do that. I'm such a pushover. Uh, so that's basically the extent of the clout that I had for the birthday. Sunday, we'll be celebrating. Got a Big weekend. Amanda writes, I missed saying happy birthday yesterday, Eric. So happy, uh, happy, happy belated birthday. Uh, all right. Hey, I, I love you for that. Thank you so much. Dirk is in a great mood with a Tampa Bay lightning blast. First thing that flies out of his face. Holy crap. Uh, Kenny writes, nobody cares, Dirk. No, they do. I care. You have a dynasty at this point. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are one of the best teams the NHL has seen. 
Oh my gosh. Montreal, no chance. Oh. I think, uh, and more on that later on. I've got I've got a little bit to say about the Tampa Bay Lightning, but a legendary, legendary team. It's just so, I, I still can't get over the fact that um, geographically hockey has traveled to communities like that. But, you know, hockey's fun, man. It should be. It should be all over the place. It should be uh, in even more places of the U.S. I want to see an NHL team in Jackson, Mississippi, for God's sake. Can you imagine the stands in that game? Oh. All right, let me get back to this email from Kate. Can't believe I'm already digressing. I'm just uh, catching up on yesterday's show while I'm out walking in the morning. So she wrote this at 5.30 this morning because every morning Kate gets up and goes for a walk. And one of your segments really caught my attention. I'm listening to you recap all of the, the food craving, stress eating that you had when you got back from your run on Tuesday night. If you recall, I finished my run and I was, I was just bummed. I had a lot going on and uh, opened up the fridge. There's nothing in there but garbage food and just, just jammed it all in my face. She says, it always makes me laugh when you describe that inner voice. Hey, Eric, eat the Buffalo Wild Wings. Come on. She says, but this is so relatable. I go through the same thing myself. She says, I've had weight issues for the majority of my life, and it's not uh, like it's something, it's not like someone can just stop eating and lose weight. And that's, that is so true because, you know, uh, you're not supposed to have cocaine in your body. So you shut it out. You're, you're cutting out the thing that is, is hurting you. You still have to eat. The draw is so strong. My gosh. Takes you like a month to break that. That is, oh boy. Um, she, she writes, it's an entire rewrite of your daily intake. I hate that I have to think about food constantly because I have to plan everything in advance. Man, but still, you are, I wish I was you right now, Kate. You are killing it to have that out there and knowing because that's a lot of work to plan your food. Holy shit. That is the key to this. Planning. She writes, if I don't, then it's so easy for me to slip up and eat crap. Luckily, this time, I've been able to make that little voice go away for about 10 months. I've managed to lose 30. I'm really stepped, uh, I've really stepped up my exercise routine by walking every morning and, if possible, an evening as well. Wow. I know you've got a plan and you're going to kick ass. Well. Maybe. So I'll tell you what. Yesterday, first step, I made hard-boiled eggs. I'm like, okay, I got to get some. I got to get. I have nothing to eat in this house. I don't have any time. I don't want to throw. What am I doing here? Made hard-boiled eggs. And there is a perfect way to do that, by the way. If you don't, if you have, you ever like uh, uh, hard-boiled eggs, and then you go to peel off the shell, 
and 99% of the egg gets ripped off, and then you're left with like half an inch of, of actual egg white, you can't use fresh eggs. You got to, you know, keep them in the fridge for like a week or so. If you get the, the, the more fresh they are, the harder they are to peel. Put the eggs in the pan, cover them with water, one inch higher. The water is one inch above the eggs. Pour a bunch of salt in there, about a half teaspoon. Turn on the heat. As soon as it starts boiling, shut off the heat. Leave it in there. Leave the eggs in there for 10 to 12 minutes. And then after that, throw the cold water in the pot. Eggs are perfectly done. You can try to shell them right there. I did an egg yesterday that was so perfect. Not a bit of egg came off. Absolutely awesome. She says, so while you make me laugh with your food cravings, again, I'd really uh, emphasize, and I know how hard it is. I think she means um, I, I really have have empathy. Uh, I really don't have anything else to add other than you're certainly not alone with emotional eating. Looking forward to meeting you and Diana in person when you guys travel up towards New York and New Jersey. Have a great day, Kate. Yeah, uh, about that. I, I feel like I've kind of been ghosted. Not sure what's up with that. By my pal, uh, well, I shouldn't say my pal. I, I got to know this dude um, from Compound Media, Eric Nagel, who heard me on Who Are These Podcasts. He might just be busy. I don't know. Or maybe somebody's fucking with me, probably. No. Um, we shall see. But uh, he said, hey, we want you to come up in July. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, let's book it. Let's go. Give me the details. So I haven't heard shit. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every weekday morning at about this same time. It is the 8th of July, 2021. The Eric Zane Show podcast begins now. Hey, this is Matt from Wayland. Is it just me or do all Kevins have small wieners? That's his brother. Well, maybe it's just the ones that bowl. Anyway, here he is, Eric Zane. Wow, that's a, that's a sibling rivalry coming out on a show intro. Welcome into the show. I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Uh, on the live podcast, we've got a number of people, or I should say the live stream of the podcast, got a number of people that are participating right now. As always, you can... Uh, you can uh, Hang out with me on there and add along with your comments. More on that a little bit later on because I talked with um, show audience member and friend and now sponsor Richard Francisco yesterday about what it's like being in the audience of the live stream. Here Be Rabbit writes, Zane has a man crush on Anthony Cumia. He wants to meet him so bad. Uh, I like Anthony. I think he uh, does an amazing job. And um, a, a little bit, a little bit of a man crush. Problem with Kumia is he has fucking done some fucked up shit that is in his life. That is just a fucking real conflict to me. I'm like, God dang it, Anthony. Come on. Can't you just relax for a little bit? What This sign every time just kills me. It's going to fall again. I just need to move it. Damn it. No, it's true. Kumi is great. He was uh, 
uh, clearly the straw that stirred the drink on the Opie, the Opie and Anthony show. Uh, Opie's kind of a butt fuck. Um, and I, I cannot figure out why that guy is such an idiot. But Anthony is, has always been the shit in terms of uh, comedy. Very, very funny. Tells a great story. Excellent at storytelling. His use of words, amazing. All right. So if you have any comments, go ahead. Fire away on the live stream on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you so much for being part of that. We got a lot to cover. Uh, I was, okay, here at the house, the dynamic is this. You have one, okay, outside of Diana, myself, and Diana's brother-in-law, or my brother-in-law, her brother, the NFK, we have one child who's kind of uh, one half step out of the nest. Madison is going to college in a month and a half, maybe less. Okay, now uh, the, the college is 30 minutes away, but she will be living there. Now, at uh, soon to be 19 years old, she's progressed normally. She has the ups and downs of a typical young lady, and that is crazy. Uh, and, and I, you know, it was Jamie Johnson, the singer-songwriter, one of my favorites, who said, uh, women, they're all crazy, some hide it well. And some just let it show. That's what he said. Not my words, his words. And I don't know, if you're a woman, you might even agree with that. Uh, women, they're all crazy. Some hide it well. Some just let it show. Now, I can't say that I 100% agree with that because, you know, I mean, I got to hide it well, too. But when it comes to what I have to deal with, uh, Madison, she... I don't want to say my, my daughter's crazy, but whatever it is that's going on there, she definitely lets it show. Because when I'm walking through the house late at night, the other night, well, it, for, for me, it's late at night, and I hear, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go. This is the big one. This is the one. Okay. You know, you're like, holy shit, this is the one where California just falls off the map and falls into the ocean. Like, oh, my God, it's going down. I'm not prepared for this. Something's happened. And I don't know what. But I am so shitty at dealing and helping Madison when she's going through some type of turmoil that she doesn't even bring it up to me. She, she, uh... She has other tools in her toolbox to help her get through these moments. So she's well into this, this issue. And now Diana is not here. She is up at that uh, shithole Mackinac Island. Oh, God. Everybody loves that place. I don't know how or why you do. Well, she's up there with friends. And, I, you know. I am just not properly equipped to deal with this. And amazingly, see, when Madison comes to me in the past and says, I've got a problem. I don't know what's going on. I feel terrible. I'm having boy trouble. She's got boy trouble. Something's going on. Something's in her brain. Something's affecting her. And, uh, and so, you know, 
my my basic response to my daughter is, "Yeah, we'll knock it off or quit it. Yeah, we'll just go do something else or what you know." And I, and I usually say it like that, which is, you know, and I. There's kind of a hierarchy here, you know. When it comes to girl trouble, in my house, uh, females usually deal with the girl trouble, and I deal with the boy trouble. And uh, when it comes to boy trouble, I'm like, "Yeah, well, well, hey, I hear you. Let me solve your problem for you, Jim. Shut the fuck up." And that that does not fly. With you see. I don't want to sound insulting here, but ladies are more emotionally evolved than men. They're smarter. Uh, their brains are more intricate. They're wired so much differently. And, you know, there's just uh, a, a, a deeper influx of neurons, I guess, that are going on in the brain matter. And guys were much more primitive. We'll just, hey, I got the, hey, I, let me solve your problem for you. Poof. Women, there's just a lot more going on, and I, I am not equipped for this. So thank God Diana is here. Because if Madison has the hyperventilating going, the <laughs> Diana has to deal with this. I'm like, oh, hey. It was one time the other day. Uh, it was going on in the room. I was describing the story to you earlier on an, on an earlier show when I kind of crept, and it was so loud. I was afraid it was going to wake up Kevin. And I, I crept up there. I grabbed the door of the bedroom, did not look at them, and uh, and just gently closed the door because had we made eye contact, I would have heard, Dad, what are you doing? Get out of here! So, all right. No Diana. The hyperventilating is going on. I'm not exactly sure what happened, but Di- I am not even approached about this in any way, shape, or form, which is just, I, ha- I mean, I have done an incredible job at just separating myself because she just knows there is no, there is nothing I can do to help her. So I don't know. She must have had a conversation with Diana. And then the next thing I know, my uh, middle child, Jacqueline, also my daughter is talking to Madison on the phone and, and, and Jacqueline is talking. These two have bonded, you know, they're only, they're like five years apart, but they, they kind of are on the same page. Isn't that crazy when siblings, when they're growing up, they like beat the shit out of each other. They hate each other. And then when they finally are getting closer to adulthood or, or like, uh, or actually are adults, they like bond. So you got uh, uh, help on the way and, and I am none the wiser. And I'm like, thank God. Yes, I've done it. I have done it. They don't even approach me now. So. I, uh, I sent a text to Jacqueline and I, uh, while she's talking to Madison, I go, Hey, do I need to be worried about this? Is this, is this any, is this anything I should be worried about? You know, is she going to run outside and throw herself into traffic? Da- uh, Jackie texts back. She says, nah, don't even worry about it. It's no big deal. This is not a problem. This is nothing. I go, thank God I'm going to bed. Uh, yesterday, friend of the family, multi-talented Mary Veldink, uh, is talking to Jack uh, Madison on the phone behind closed doors. I can hear it on speakerphone. Like, you know, she has it all covered. I am. I. They have figured out that I am like balls on a priest. I'm useless when it comes to assisting my daughter through emotional issues. Now, I, I guess you know I might be a last resort, but I, you know, I think my daughter. <laughs> 
is just, uh, oh, man, I think she's like, oh, I just cannot go to dad. Here be rabbit writes, no wonder why you never see Jim around the house. It's pure insanity. Oh, you're not kidding, man. Uh, Patriot Nick says, it's weird bragging about being emotionally unavailable to one of your kids. That's not a dig at you, Eric. I'm the same way. Yeah, I, I, uh, I guess if she came to me and said, oh, I can't even think. I'm a, I just look at her and like, ah, okay. Um, well, yeah, honey, why don't we, let's go to Culver's. Hey, I, yeah, I got an idea. What is well mozzarella sticks will solve this issue i just we're not equipped nick we don't i mean it's all diana has created a monster she's created a monster with size of the problem remember that that old thing diana said to me i was telling you about size of the problem eric small your reaction big you need to have those match up small reaction to small problem so i do and that's helped me nothing bothers me these days even the tax issue i was telling you about yesterday uh queen of the forest seemed to be sleeping in um she might, she might still be asleep. Hello, you have reached Diana. Uh, somebody's sleeping in. I'll check in later. All right. So that was captivating. It was, it was, it was encompassing the house. Just remarkable. This uh, army of people that are here to help her and and doesn't even consider bringing it up with me i think perhaps in the past i've been like well i i i just don't know how to help you when she comes up to me and she says uh and she's upset what's wrong i don't know what would you like me to do i don't know and then this this just keeps happening it's just nonstop. It's, it just takes time and then yesterday um She's 100% fine. I don't, know what, what, I don't know what my problem was yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I just, uh, I, I, I feel good now, though. Uh, she describes it as when she's overtired. And I was like, well, then go to bed. What are you doing in front of the TV? Go to bed. I can't. I can't. And so the reason why this all comes up is because she's traveling away to college and there, and Diana's like, you better. I mean, Diana actually says, "Well, you better figure it out. You're gonna be, you're, you're gonna be 30 minutes away. I'm not even gonna be able to help you." And I'm like, "Well, I don't know if it's a good idea to give her like an ultimatum like that. Like a, like a, like a ticking clock is, uh, is, is, uh, is fast approaching the time of when she has to leave the house. I don't know. Podcasting with Ben Glaze tonight." Uh, we just decided on this. Ben and I will be doing this show tonight on Patreon. Tomorrow, he is, uh, he's is he got uh, plans. I think he's at a rehearsal dinner. For, you know, somebody's getting married. 
Something like that. So, okay. Tonight, Patreon, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast happens. 7 p.m. Eastern time. I'm going to send out invites on Zoom. If you've never joined us on Zoom, for you Patreon members, send me an email. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. That means you are in the audience with me. We see each other. We talk to each other. We're going to play games. Well, we're going to play Bet on Ben, which is my favorite freaking game in the world to play. Always, always fun. And uh, who knows what else? Ben says he has a video to share. I'm like, what? So uh, on the screen share, we'll be able to watch it. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Hello to uh, Jim H., he just signed up on Patreon, and he signed up for a whole year. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. Uh, Patreon is 10 bucks a month, so that's like 120 bucks for a year. But if you sign up for a year, I'll save you 10%. So he got the whole deal for 108 bucks. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. Very, very kind. How to get this show. Well, it's real simple, man. Several places where you can enjoy the live stream and interact with each other. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Please share it. Please like it. That is a uh, cheap and a uh, very, very effective way to get more people on board with this show. Sharing it, liking it, all that stuff. On Twitter, Periscope videos brought to you by Blue Frost IT at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. Uh, if you could, please retweet it with a snarky comment about how much it sucks. Whatever you want. Uh, YouTube. Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Bell notification. Thumbs up. It is brought to you by a sponsor that I am introducing tomorrow and then actively, aggressively telling you about starting on Monday. And then, of course, on Instagram, Eric Zane Show brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. You can always reach out to me, Eric, at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox if you have anything you want to say. Sometimes people reach out and they say, hey, keep me anonymous, or uh, I want this to be private. That's uh, that's cool, too. Just let me know. Um, extremely important that you download the audio podcast. This is a uh, very uh, uh, effective way to help the show. If you subscribe to the podcast, the audio podcast, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, CastBox, Stitcher, whatever platform, Google Podcasts, whatever platform you listen on, sign up and subscribe to the audio podcast. Every uh, every time somebody subscribes to it, that's more downloads, and that helps your old pal Eric. Those All what I just said there is 100% free and absolutely helps the show. And I just thank you, as always, for your time. We are getting down to crunch time here in the household because we're having a party on Saturday. I just said, screw it. Who's coming over for a party? And I'm directing that to the audience. And they're like, what the hell? Are you crazy? Well, I kind of capped it at 30, 30 people, 30 audience members. And I think I'm there. I'm not even sure. I'm expecting people to just say, ah, fuck it. I'm showing up at my house. If you want to be one of those people, let me know. Okay. Not everybody can get in because, again, I can't have cars all the way up and down the street. But I, I, do, I am going to have that number, maybe more, of people here, listeners to the show. What are you doing, Zane? You're just opening up your house? Fuck yes. I don't give a shit. I love you guys. 
Um, so we've got a lot. I had one guy, uh, Clay, who was coming up from Illinois, and then something happened, personal issue. He couldn't, he can't make it a, a, a loved one pass, a grandpa or something like that. Guy was going to come up from Illinois. I got people coming up from Nashville. I got, I got the lesbians and friends of the lesbians showing up. Uh, we're talking about the multi-talented Melinda and her lesbian and her lesbian lover. Jessica's coming. And then uh, one other, one other babe. Supposedly, I'm supposed to play trivia against the other babe. Melinda actually reached out to me today and she said, hey, can we come early and help you set up? I go, thank God. Yeah, you're cleaning the garage. Can we help you like, uh, can we help you like, uh, you know, maybe cut some carrots, perhaps set the hummus out. Perhaps we can, oh, maybe cut up some uh, uh, cheese cubes, get you ready for that. No, you're cleaning the garage. You got to mow the lawn. You're vacuuming the pool. Bring your swim trunks. Okay? We're going to be having a party. The Eric Zancho Podcast Household. The preparations are in order. Not really. I haven't done shit. Uh, the party prep is, um, is stressing me out. And the reason why is because I haven't done anything. I haven't had any time. I mean, I do not just sit around. Never, ever in a day do I sit around. I was working last night till 930 at night. There's always something to be done. Uh, whether it be podcast related or household related or dealing with screaming children uh, related, it's it's all. It ne- I don't do anything like watch TV, uh, n- not a damn thing because I'm just incredibly busy. And yesterday was another action packed, adventure filled day. No complaints from me. I love this shit. It is n- never a dull moment here. So get in ready for this party on Saturday, the first ever Eric St. Joe podcast Zaniac appreciation party here. Uh, before I get into the what some of the things that are burning on my brain in, in order to get ready for this party, you need to know this. The idea is already being floated about taking the next party, like the next one, up north to Fear Bunker North. Okay? Now, this one, um, I don't have any of the details really well thought out about this. But this is what it's going to have, a limited number of people. And this initially was a goal on Patreon. Like if I hit a certain number of people, we would have a party up north. But that's fucking, it, it seems like it's never going to happen. So fuck it. We're just going to do it. Um, myself, Queen of the Forest, and a select number of audience members are going to meet at Fear Bunker North. Tents, campfire, s'mores, barbecue, canoeing. Uh, shooting guns, staying up late, coyotes running around, uh, bear in the wild, uh, who, uh, probably anal in the woods. I expect a full-on show orgy in the woods. Mosquitoes, ticks, you name it, all going. No, not the uh, group sex is not really going to happen. I don't want you to think that I'm doing a group sex adventure, uh, but you know. And if you are going up, if you do wind up going up, then keep it down, okay? I don't want to hear you moaning, Andrea. So that will be awesome. You got to have a tent. Tyler says, if you have a party at Fear Bunker North, we can mobilize the Zane Army and storm Dickhead Todd's private property. <laughs> Um, Melinda says, uh, I wish Kenny was going, referring to the trip up here. 
And then Kenny says, oh, man, when is this? I want to go to Fear Bunker North. Um, this is just in the future. Don't know. Josh says, shit, I join in and I hear about group sex up north. Yeah, we're not going to have group sex. Uh, Justin F., uh, newest one of the newest members of the show Army, Zaniac Army up in Charlevoix, beautiful Charlevoix, Michigan, one of the prettiest places on the planet, uh, says, hell yeah, put me on that list. I think, um, I think what will ultimately happen is when we do have the party at Fear Bunker North, we might have to have a drawing. All right. By the way, beautiful Lake Otsego, not far at all from Fear Bunker North. Um, just a great place, to, a great beach. I mean, the place is always just packed. Ugh. Marcy, who's a little bit starved for penis writes, I'd be happy to just have sex with one person, LOL. Yeah, I don't know, Marcy. Um, Marcy, I know about your attraction to one particular Zaniac. I witnessed it. I remember you seeing this member of the, uh, of the show army, the Zaniacs, when we were all together, and you said, oh, geez, oh, my God, I want that man in me. And I'm like, oh, well, okay, yeah, you know, he might he might throw it in you. Uh, you should just go up there and uh, let him know. You, you need to do that. He's down. Trust me. Uh, if anybody wants to speculate as to who she's talking about, you can. Look at here, here, here you go. Uh, Kenny says, I agree with Marcy. All right? So... Kenny, since you're not down with having sex with Amanda and she's not down with you having sex with her or having sex with you, you need to bang on Marcy's door and go have sex with Marcy. (laughs) So stupid. All right. So this party's Saturday. On my list of things to do, I kind of need to, well, first of all, I need to clean this pool. It's disgusting. And uh, so that's a, a big part of it. That's, a, that's not a small job. Not easy to do. I got to take care of that. I got to pick up the dog poo. Um, various other things that's like, oh, God, no, I'm not having people over with this looking like that. All those types of chores. Okay, great. Um. Then there is the, the food, okay? Now, every single person that comes to this party, uh, pull out all the stops. Bring something to eat. This is not a party where you don't bring anything. Every time you come to somebody's house, you always got to bring. I don't even care if it's a bag of chips. And bring what you're drinking, please. Um, and then, so you bring out that food. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll set it all out. Everybody will just annihilate the food and i have decided that i am pulling out the stops on two key recipes that i've bragged about on this show for quite some time the slaughter the turks armenian meatballs and spaghetti sauce and the slaughter the turks shish kebab bar so i'm gonna have rows of tables with the food out and you're gonna make your own shish kebab we're gonna put your name on the skewer 
and then I'm going to cook it for you right there. How about that? And then the sauce and the and the meatballs will be in the crock pot. It's going to get annihilated. So you, I mean, my God, uh, I've got people arriving at three. I imagine we'll start eating. We'll have like you know uh, uh, snacks leading up to the the big extravaganza of food. I imagine about six we will eat uh, the main meal, and then that's it. Man, we're gonna kill the food. Uh, I'm going to be cooking for you. Now, this is a working party for your old pal, Eric. Um, I want to hang out with you, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to be stressed to the max trying to show everybody a good time, and I can't wait for this. This has been a long time coming. We're going to get together, and we're just going to have a great, great party. Happens Saturday. All right. Amanda says, I'll be there like six-ish. If I'm not dead tired, oh, I'm working, huh? Everyone that's going should pound Ham's beer and destroy your commodes. Bring your own bag chair, too, Sarah writes. Uh, I've got seating for plenty, but uh, yeah, if if maybe. All right. Uh, Would now be a good time for a recipe cameo? I'm not sure what you mean by that, Nathan, but uh, it's always a good time for a cameo. Hell, I need the money. I'm glad you bring up about um, Ham's beer. Uh, probably a good idea to make a peace offering to the NFK. He'll be there. You're all, all going to get to meet the NFK. Again, be careful if you shake his hand. Make sure you wash your hands promptly after. Don't touch anything. Uh, watch, watch, shake his hand and then like hold it out so you don't touch anything at all. Or just give him a nod or a salute or something like that. Um, Grizzly, long cut, wintergreen, Ham's beer. Bush will also work. Bush comes in a dirty 30. So does Hams. All right. Kenny says, man, I've always wanted to try those meatballs. Super sad I can't come. Oh, man, I can't wait. Today is shopping day because I got to buy the uh, sweet Italian sausage and the ground beef. Uh, and then when you, you actually make the meatballs, it's a blended meat with egg and and, uh, and all sorts of good stuff in there and uh, chopped minced garlic and things like that and all sorts of different spices. And then those meatballs are meticulously browned. The ingredients for the sauce are added into the crock and then you just basically let it go for, oh, I don't know, a day. Ugh. You guys are going to eat like queens and kings. Thomas says, didn't you used to prefer Bush back in the day? Absolutely. I drank Bush beer and Budweiser beer. Chris says, I'm already getting hungry. Thomas says, I wish that I lived out there, bud. Shelly says, will you share the recipes? I've done that many times and I'll be happy to do it again. Absolutely. I will share them in the comments of this podcast. uh, So you can, uh, and then of course we'll be at ericsaintshow.com. All right. So that is, uh, that is the plans that are in place. The live stream and the open of the Eric Zane Show podcast brought to you as always by my army of sponsors. Thank you to them. Cornhole America. What a great game. Is there anything better than when you throw the bags and, okay, so you got four bags uh, per turn and you get one right in the hole. Are you, are you like... Uh, 
Yeah, you have a uh, your the team that you're competing against has one that that's about to go in, and you like block them, or you like hit them off the board, or something like that. Ah, in your face! How do you play? Do you play like um, you have to hit exactly on it? I don't do that. Uh, it's house rules. Some people are like, okay, you got three on the board, three in the hole. Uh, that's six points, or you're, you're subtracting points, and sometimes those games take forever. I'm like, each throw should, if, if you get it in the hole, it should be 20 points right there. Cornhole America, if you love cornhole, you want to play cornhole, get a set of professionally made cornhole boards that professionals use, okay? Cornholeamerica.com, shipped anywhere in the USA. This is a national company that happens to be based right here in Cedar Springs, Michigan. Jason Duflo is the guy's name. Started with just an idea at a party. You know what? I can make those boards. And uh, he's done just that. And then it, the business has grown. Oh, my God. Now, uh, make no mistake. These are more expensive than anything you will buy at any store. Okay? But there's the last set of cornhole boards that you will ever buy. Custom made with any logo you want. You can go the uh, least expensive route and put their logo, which is right there on my wall, on the set of boards. That's fine. That's the uh, least expensive route. If you want to put your own custom design on there, it's a little bit more expensive, but nothing too much. Nothing too bad. It's going to break the bank. Uh, and you will have them forever. You will never have to worry about anything bad happening to these cornhole boards. Cornholeamerica.com. Reach out and let me know, please, when you purchase a set of cornhole boards so that I can pass it along to Jason. I, he, it's very good when you let me know that you bought those. Because we're trying to track, hey, how many customers are actually coming in? It, they, they don't have a spot on their website where it says, how would you hear about us? Eric Zane Show. I also have a set of cornhole boards on there. Uh, if you search Eric Zane Show in the subject line, you will see my boards. Prince Arming. If you want to be able to carry your pistol concealed or you're thinking about getting a pistol license or, or want to carry a pistol concealed, um, you have to reach out to my friend Steve Prince and have him teach you all you need to know to be a concealed pistol license holder in the great state of Michigan. The classes happen in Holland Township, Michigan, and the next one happens. It's a two-Tuesday uh, set of classes. Tuesday, July 27th, the first class in the evening. The following Tuesday, August 3rd, second class. Once you're all done with that, you uh, will have all the education you need to be able to get your license in the state of Michigan. They'll give you a certificate. You're going to show that to your county uh, employee when you um, apply. They're going to fingerprint you. They're going to do a background check. A few weeks later, you get your license. And then you can put that pistol concealed. Or you can carry that pistol concealed. They don't say put that pistol concealed. Uh, if you want more information, princearming.com or the Facebook page. You can just get to his Facebook page. Click on events and sign up there. 125 bucks for the class. Click on the Prince Arming logo at ericsainshow.com. And then the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you're in the market for a mortgage, rates are still historically low. Uh, you might want to call up Mario, especially if you're sitting in a 30-year fixed. You're thinking, oh, well, I got a good rate. I got 3.5%. It's pretty good. Well, yeah, that, that that's not bad. Probably a little bit outdated, though, because right now you can probably get one for, I don't know, 2.65, 2.7. And especially if you convert to a 15-year You'll pay, a, you'll pay some more than what you're paying now for the 30. But since the rate's so low, if you can swing the extra uh, couple hundred bucks, 
you're going to pay your home off in half the time that you were expecting and save $100,000. Just throwing numbers at you, but still, you get the idea. Obviously, a lower rate um, over that many years, you're going to save a ton of money. Consider that. Okay. Uh, if, you, if you're a first-time mortgage person um, or if you've never had a mortgage, you're thinking, oh, I, I just can't get one, uh, let Mario try. He's a specialist at this. Reach out to him at his desk, at his desk, 231. I sounded drunk there. Reach out to him at his desk, 231-332-6505. Yesterday, I uh, left the house and went to the home of one Richard Francisco. What does that even mean? Well, you may recognize the name if you enjoy the show on the live stream. He contributes all the time with comments. Uh, I see. He's right there. He last commented at 835. All right. Now, here's the deal. I ran into Richard. We were at a uh, Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. And uh, I'm not going to give any of the specifics of the meeting. Um, We've been very upfront, both of us honest in our recovery and uh i noticed right away this guy seemed to be uh have a big personality you know when you're in that group of people and you're sharing um you know it's all different walks of life so some people are a little bit more subdued uh not as animated but you know that's them right away i kind of gravitated to this guy it's like this guy seems like uh He's kind of, I don't know, this it might sound strange, but it just seemed like his energy was high. Like he's got a, a high-octane motor. Uh, even um, just in very basic things, we're at the start of meetings. We might read some uh, important documents. His ability to express himself just while reading, I picked up. and I go, wow, how about that guy? He seems pretty sharp. I like him. Everybody there is very, very sharp, of course, um, but... Um, without getting too much into it. So I'm like, wow, that's interesting. I was kind of like drawn to him. After the meeting, you know, hanging out, chit-chatting, things like that. And um, we get to talking and it dawns on him. I think we, I forgot how we stumbled on the conversation. I've even talked about this. I talked about this uh, in the past that he he figured out what I did in a past life on the radio. So I was like, oh yeah, I used to listen to you. Holy shit. Wow, here you are. Incredible. Okay, yeah, great. So we kind of hit it off. Nice. Wasn't long. I think the next day he was there in the live stream, uh, hooping it up with the rest of you, rest of you folks. So off, off we go, you know, a couple conversations later, Richard reveals he's an artist in many ways. He makes music. He paints uh, just to name a couple of the things. And I go, well, of course you do. You see, I, I, I knew it. I knew something about you. There, that whole outward expression thing seemed to be kind of flowing out of you. I mean, it really, I, I got that impression. I'm like, well, that, that makes perfect sense. So, all right. I see in the, because uh, we became friends on uh, Facebook, that he, um, here in West Michigan, this big event, it's actually uh, very well known around the world is Art Prize, where the the actual city, Grand Rapids and the surrounding areas, the whole the whole city in various businesses and places, well known um, uh, public places, become art installations. Okay, so imagine 
this city, which is kind of like um, Grand Rapids is a, is, a, is a pretty unique place. They've done an excellent job in getting um, making this this downtown area and the surrounding suburban areas into being um, quite accessible and, and fun. And it's just enriching for the community. And I'm sure a lot of places around the country are like that. But Grand Rapids, where we live, it's it's pretty uh, a prideful thing. So um, he has a painting that he did just recently that is part of Art Prize. In fact, it's going to be seen at a place called the uh, so- the Social House here in uh, West Michigan. That is an installation, and Richard's painting that he did is going to be there. So I see that, and I'm like, oh, my God, that is so cool. And uh, then he reaches out to me and goes, hey, I think I want to, I don't know what I would do, but I somehow want you to discuss what I do on your podcast as like, as like a sponsor. And I go, well, okay, well, let me think about that. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come up with something. Now, here you go. You got a guy, he's, he's um, you know, he, he has a regular job. He's married. He's got, uh, you know, a, a family. And it's like, you're, you're, you're not like, um, you know, Mario Flores or uh, A&E Heating and Cooling. You're an artist. So, in my opinion, it would be, it isn't like I say, hey, this portion of the show is uh, brought to you by Richard. Go uh, have him paint something for you. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like I'd be serving you that well that way. So I'm like, let's do this. There will be a monetary transaction. Not a lot, but let me come see you at your studio and interview you on a on a video podcast, kind of like, where I just talk to you about what you do and then incorporate you into the show that way. Still talk about you on the show like I am right now, which is what we planned. But in this way, you become part of the... Because every single sponsor on this show, there's a story to it, and that's the way it, it tends to go with me. You know, I'm not... I can't stand when a show just says, hey, this portion of the show, Roger, you right, uh, so-and-so Ford. You're going to go get a new Ford today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's no heart to it. You got you to gotta, you gotta add another layer to it. A tangible relationship moment that makes the audience go, oh, yeah, I see what you're doing there. That's why we have Joe Martinez. You know, I, these are all first-name basis people. These are all friends. Uh, 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 Jacob Bennett, you know, Mario. My God, Jason Duflor at Cornhole America, Steve Prince. These are all names that you know who is behind the business. Or the folks at Irvine's. I mean, seriously. Throat Slash Dale, Sarah Honda with that, and, and Cameron. I mean, there's always a, a story behind it. So I'm like, okay, that's what we're going to do with you. And there's a lot to talk about. So I go to his place yesterday, and I'm going to shoot a video in his studio. And so um, you will be seeing that coming up where it's Richard and I just talking about what it is he does. And he's extremely talented. I mean, it is, it's remarkable. I find um, this type of creativity where, I mean, it's one thing to sit there and just talk, okay? I mean, come on. The, okay, something's in my brain, and my brain is going to send a message uh, and talk to my heart and then that message is going to go to my hand and I am going to somehow create something that is so amazing. I mean, and, and the, um, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's fascinating. To me, it's one thing when you see a work of art on a wall, okay? 
And you're just trying to figure out what the hell is going on there. But when you can really kind of get, it's like a behind the music moment, a VH1 behind the music moment. And you can sit down and say, all right, now what the hell are you doing here? Well, well tell me what happened here. That's what we're going to try to capture with, with uh, Richard. So part of what we talk about in the video, and I don't have it posted yet. I just, I just shot it yesterday is how I want to try to convey that audience members can approach him and say, Richard, yeah, I want to do something. I want to do uh, something for my wife. Yeah, okay. And I want to incorporate um, the time we first met, and I'm going to tell you what it was like, and then you're going to paint a painting about that. Okay, great. So then this happens. You, you have like the way he does it is you then you then meet and you spend time, you exchange emails, uh, actual photographs from the moment. Um, if you have those could be then given to him. And then he's kind of putting all these 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 things together. And then doesn't this sound amazing? And then suddenly this is going to become a painting. Can you imagine how moist Mrs. So-and-so is going to be when you do something like that? Ugh. We're talking about turn on the faucet. That's uh, kind of gross. I, I, I probably shouldn't have taken it there. But, I, I mean, seriously, you were going to score so many Pooh Bear points. Shit. Anyway, I go to see Richard. I bang on the door. And this is what I hear. The deepest, throatiest, most gigantic set of dog barks I have ever heard in my whole in my whole life. Actually, he came out the door as I was walking up. And I hear Roof 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 I'm like, what is that? What the fuck is what's in your house? Roof Holy shit. Now, he is not far from a spot in town where, you know, you periodically hear gunshots. And I'm like, well, this is perfect. You need this. The dogs bark. There's two dogs. And the dogs' barks are so enormous and loud and concussive. You can feel them in your chest. The sound travels through the floor, goes up through your uh, feet, grabs onto your soul, smashes right into your brain, and then the rest of it, the residual, is hitting you in the chest. It might as well be, fuck you. Who the fuck is this? What the fuck is in your house, Richard? Hey, how you doing, Eric? Fine. I got a couple dogs in there. They love people. I'm like, fuck you. What are you fucking crazy? They love people. What? No, they don't. These two land sharks. I haven't even seen these dogs. I've just heard them. They're like, who's this terrorist coming up the driveway? Riff. Oh, my God. 
Richard right now is listening to this. He's like, I'm dying over here. Because this is exactly how it went. One million percent accurate. There is, I have not exaggerated one bit. He goes, yeah, um, Charlie is, uh, he won't bite you. Now listen to me. If someone says to you in that tone, he won't bite you. Kind of not convinced. You know, he won't bite you. He's just loud. He's just letting you know he's here. Letting me know he's here. <laughs> this is just, the fucking years are flying off of my life out of fear. I'm like, I'm standing there like this. My arms are folded. Okay. I don't have, okay. I'm going to actually stand up in front of the camera. I'm going to give you an, uh, how I appeared to the dog. My hands are folded. My legs are completely together. My, I'm, all, I'm making myself into a solid. I look like I'm as, I'm as rigid as a steel beam. Richard writes, you did look terrified. Well, everybody looks terrified when they come to your fucking house, Richard. You've got, uh, 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 I mean, Godzilla. If Godzilla came out of the... I'm going to go eat some things. And then your dog was there. Godzilla would go, what the fuck? Oh, my God. That's only half of it. He goes, that's Charlie. He won't bite you. What the fuck? He goes, there's Zeus, though. I go, Stevie says, what kind of dogs are they? Uh, I'll get to that. There's Zeus. Now, I don't remember what he said about Zeus. Zeus m- may have bit me. What, what did you say? Did you say that Zeus has bitten you? It did me. You made it seem like one, uh, one uh, won't bite. Char- Charlie won't bite you, which is the super loud one. And then Z- Zeus alone was enough to make me go. I don't. I don't know, man. Um, Zeus is a part. It looks like a, a has the head of a pit bull. Okay, so yeah, I, th- I think it was a pit bull. R- Richard, what was it? Was it? I said pit bull. Was it? Was it a pit bull? Uh, Zeus, if you name the dog, of course the pit bull is named Zeus. So these two boy dogs are ready to kick ass. And by the way, Zeus, the pit bull, is the smaller of the two. A boxer pit bull. Okay, so the boxer side of Zeus will lean on you while the pit bull side of you is loud and obnoxious. And, you know, I mean, as much as I'd like to say that I'm beyond the uh, stereotype of the pit bull, uh, right there, I was right back at it. I was like, oh, no, I'm mauled. I am mauled. Kenny says, I thought you loved all doggos. Well, I didn't say I didn't love them. I'm going to pause right here. I've got a whole lot more to talk about this story. I really do. There is so much more. I'm going to pause that story, though, because I've got a very special guest who's going to join me in just a second. I can see him right now. You can't. He's got the eye of the tiger. (laughs) And uh, I'll bring him in in just a second. But I'm going to get into more on that story about when I met Richard's dogs. 
I've got an update on the tax issue. Yesterday, I told you that the federal government reached out to me and said, hey, you owe us $13,000 more. I was thoroughly confused with that. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. So I reached out to Troy Ginzer at Tag Accounting. I go, Troy, dude. Yeah, they, uh, they, I, I, I just heard from the government. I said, man, uh, this, this sounds terrible. What the hell is going on? Uh, he said, I go, Troy, and I finally got, I didn't panic. I just stayed calm. I got a hold of him yesterday after the free podcast. I did share this on Patreon, but I wanted to update you because I think I owe another $13,000. They said, you owe us that by July 27th. We're going to start taking shit. I'm like, holy fuck. Um, so I go, what happened? He goes, I have no idea. I go, is anything wrong? Did I do anything wrong? He goes, well, did you pay your tax bill? The $5,900? I go, yes. In full, the day you told me. He goes, enough. No, no. I go, do I have to pay this? He goes, absolutely not. So he uh, hunts and pecks his way through a letter. And uh, it, it's like I wrote it, but I have to send it. But he wrote it. Dear Treasury. Please find attached copy of your notice dated July 5th, 2021, Form 1040X, and the amended federal tax return. The original return claimed the excess advance premium credit. The tax law changed subsequent. This is how great Troy is. Subsequent to the original filing, I respectfully request the Treasury to adjust its records to show my account to be in good standing. Thank you for your time. Best regards, Eric Z. He goes to send that. And send it the way snail mail where they, like, let you know that they received it. He goes, here's the problem. They're swamped over there at the IRS. Not a surprise that this has happened. They are in deep. Don't worry, Eric. I got you covered. And, you know, Troy's not advertising right now because it's not tax season. But that's why I keep the sign up. Tag Accounting and Tax Services. TagCPA.net. He is the man. When this show started back January 6, 2019, um, in this current iteration of the Eric Zane Show podcast, the first local business to reach out to me was Back Alley Comedy Club. That was the first indication, second indication, that I could make it on my own when I realized a sponsor wants to give me money to talk about them. Then I just took on uh, Rick from TC Paintball responded right after that. He had been on the podcast when it was a video podcast in 2016. And then uh, Joe Martinez, Henry Steffes. I'm like, oh, my God, I can do this. I can do this. So the fact that this sweet soul reached out to me back then was huge. He is big dick Dottie Veltman. How are you, handsome young man? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. It is my pleasure. Um, I have you on here because for for many reasons, but the biggest is that you are up and running with Back Alley Comedy Club again. Shows are being booked. People are coming to see comedy. Congratulations on that, Donnie. Thank you. Thank you. It's exciting. It's been like 18 months that we really haven't had a show, so um, you know with all the restrictions and, and whatnot, it's, it's been a interesting 18 months. 
the idea that um, a pandemic that uh, kept us from gathering and you have uh, two of your business enterprises are people gathering at comedy clubs and then, of course, bowling alleys. Uh, and it's, if you remember the bowling alleys, it's it seemed like uh, like like the government, uh, like the governor had it out for bowling alleys for the longest time because it, you, Howard City Lanes was one of the last places to open up. Yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. Um, yeah, it made you kind of wonder, like, uh, did she have a bad experience with a bowler in the past or or something that just continued on forever and ever? And you'd think, uh, hey, this is opening up. We're going to open up soon. And nope, we were last. Yep, yeah. But uh, the, uh, the bowling is is back, of course, and comedy shows are starting to uh, happen now. So that's all that's all good. You know, we we need to be able to do those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, all that stuff's back. I, I think I think it came like a week early uh, before the July 1st date of the 100 percent opening. So immediately I was out there um, when I knew that was coming, even before then, obviously, we knew that was coming, uh, went out and started to try to book uh comedians for the rest of the year really now the way you do it don when booking comedy shows you have what's known as an agency right that helps you through that yeah i i mean i had an agency right. that helped me do that yes and you and 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 how this works is because as a business person you know that's a that's a huge time consuming venture to do that oh, so yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah you're you're on the phone a ton. You're constantly checking emails. There's a lot of demands involved oh. for that. And just where to start um, to contact these people is that's a process in itself. Contracts, money, uh, transportation, uh, how, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? A hotel or any type of accommodations. It's all kind of busy work that if you can just give the booker a, yeah. a little bit of a little bit of the cut of each act. That's how they make their money. You get the shows and then you can worry about, you know, other things as a small business owner, day to day operations, working with your staff, uh, fucking fixing the pin setter at the bowling alley, all this shit. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole idea is that they've done this, you know, forever and they know how to do it uh, very well and quickly take kind of that um, difficulty off your plate. Uh, of dealing with all these different people, um, you know, knowing the ins and outs of what they're looking for, um, the agents, you know, what they're looking for in a contract. Yeah. Um, just all the specifics. I mean, it, there's a lot that goes into it for sure. And now uh, the actual name back alley comedy club stems from your love of bowling, obviously. And you got like the bowling pins on the logo. And by the way, your, your logo is going to be going up or your sign very, very soon here. So that is cool. Um, and, um, the so you had the uh, at Sherman Bowling Center and then of course Howard City Lanes. Yep. Uh, you don't own Sherman Bowling Center, but you work with them because they've got an enormous room for comedy off to the side, right? Correct. Yeah. And then you also have uh, more back alley comedy clubs that um, that have popped up over time, isn't that right? Yeah, Rockford Lanes, Spectrum Entertainment Complex. We during COVID, I added Billy's Lounge, uh, Listening Room, which is in that uh, new Celebration Cinema downtown, which is you know it's pretty close to Dr. Grin's. Exactly, and that's perfect that you bring that up because so the way Celebration Cinema has it, and you worked hard with them, kind of like okay, let's do this. So it's like so and so appearing at the Listening Room 
brought to you by Back Alley Comedy Club. Is that how they're going to kind of position that? Yeah. So it's not it's not the Back Alley Comedy Club, but Back Alley Comedy Club is bringing the act, uh, taking care of all those little nuanced things to get the act in the room. Correct. I, okay. I'm looking at the comments and tell Kevin to piss off. I got to see what he's saying. All right. Hold on a second. Um. <laughs> Kevin Kuypers is a bowling, uh, a bowling pal. And you guys have, has, have, I'm sure, sparred over the years. Yes. Yeah. All right. Good. I love that. Um, so as that goes, um, do you think, okay, because things have gotten off the rails and I, I, I need to get back to the booker. The booker that you had worked with is, is called Funny Business. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the dude's name? Something Yoder? Yeah, it's all the Yoders. Uh, the main owner is, uh, oh gosh, dang it, John Yoder. Okay. Yoder, and then uh, Michael Yoder books, uh, Dr. Grins, um, and then there's a bunch of other Yoders. I dealt with Alicia when this scenario, that's the one good thing they've ever done in their life. Is yeah. Hire Alicia. She visited me in the studio with you and we talked about like upcoming shows or something like that. And she, you've worked very closely with her. So, okay. Now I'm, I'm taking my time here and explaining this scenario because this gets off the rails. If you haven't been able to pick up Don got fucked right in the butthole by, by funny business. I mean, he was, he was bent over uh, fixing the pin setter. And then uh, Yoder came over with a giant, strap on uh and and slammed his asshole fair yeah that's pretty fair okay you could have over the years hired any booking company correct oh yeah i mean every year i probably had two three opportunities to leave them um for cheaper pricing people that said they could have gotten better acts um i, I you know i don't know if that was true or not and then plenty of comedians that told me, hey, you should just do this yourself. You know, why are you paying them to do this? And I said, you know, they've always done right by me. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to leave them. Okay. Somewhere along the way, something happened. And we're not 100% sure what. But they reached out to you and said, though you've been paying us money for us to serve you, we are cutting you off and will no longer accept your money and will no longer do what you hired us to do is, am I understanding this correctly? Yes. Yeah. So basically, um, and the really bizarre thing, it's not like I could understand, like if I wasn't asking for shows, but like three, four weeks before that, I gave them a massive list of people and said, Hey, I want to book out all of the rest of 2021 and through the end of May of 2022. So they have this massive list from me and it's been like three, four weeks and I haven't really heard anything. So uh, kind of how it went was I reached out to Alicia and said, uh, Hey, I just wanted to check in and see, you know, where it's going with these shows. Um, you know, are we making any progress? She said, Hey, can you give me a call? I'm like, okay. So Hopefully this is good, some good news. Maybe she's got like a really big act that, uh, you know, I didn't have on there or somebody that I did have on there that was kind of pie in the sky. So I call up and there's a, you know, a little chit chat for a little bit. And then, uh, Hey, we just got out of a meeting and, uh, we're dropping you. 
And I, what? Like, I, I thought she was joking at first. And then I realized she wasn't joking. And you know, I, I asked, asked why. She said they're focusing on traditional comedy clubs. And I, what does I'm, that mean? Done. What does that mean? Does that mean small room? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, honestly, I don't know. So I, I kind of take it all in. I sit back and the phone call's done. I, I shoot her a message after that, after I've thought about it for a while. And I'm really, you know, I'm steaming at this point. Like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I've been loyal to these people forever. I've never done anything wrong to them. I've never not paid them. Not, you know, there's nothing there. There's no reason. So I sent her a message and, and we're friends. So I sent her a message and said, hey, you know, I just, I don't get this. This doesn't make any sense to me. Um, the way you guys bill me, they charge me. Um, so if I bring in a comedian and bring them to four venues, they charge me a booking fee for every venue. So whereas Grins is paying one booking fee uh, for their entire, like if they have someone for four days, they pay one booking fee. I'm paying four booking fees during that time because I'm taking them to different venues. So uh, I said, I, I don't get this. Even if you're saying I don't do as many shows as Grins, I'm paying more than them. Like, why would you want to drop me? This doesn't make any sense. And I'm a little bit put off that they made you call me rather than John call me. I feel like this is a situation John should have called me in. Alicia, bless her heart. Like, like I said, I, I have no issues with Alicia. Um, she said, I thought it would be better if I called you because we have, you know, a good relationship. We've always worked together. And I said, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't any John, better. I, I get that what you were trying to do, but John should step in right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, -huh. uh yeah, so I felt like John should step in there and say, hey, this guy's been with us for, what, you know, six, seven years now. Like, I should call this guy and personally tell him, hey, this is what's going on. And John didn't. To this day, John hasn't said a word to me. Um, so, yeah, I told her, yeah, I would have preferred if John called me because then I could tell him to fuck off. And I'm going to stick it to well, you. Yeah, like, man, uh, man to man. You got to have it. At this point, we need the good fuck off moment. And, and yeah. John, fucking John needs to start with, uh, Don, you're about to tell me to, f this is the way it should have gone. Okay. You be you. I'll be John Yoder. <laughs> hey, Hey, Hey Don, how are you, buddy? Hey, uh, what's going on? Nice to hear from you. Uh, you're not going to like this. Um, okay. Uh, we're dumping you and I know you're going to say, fuck you, John, but, um, one of the other comedy clubs pulled a power play and doesn't like you interve intervening in their space and getting involved in downtown Grand Rapids. So, uh, you know, I know it sounds shitty, but that's the nature of the beast that showbiz. So sorry, you're out. Now, what do you think of that? <laughs> yeah, that would have been a lot better conversation. Uh, right. I would have appreciated it. Yeah. But, Just be honest. Uh, Instead of using your friend to uh, give you a bullshit story with a, a bullshit line that is, um, we're focusing on more traditional. Con what the fuck does that even mean? More traditional. Yeah, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I've tried to put the pieces together. Like, how does this make sense? Um, and it, it doesn't. Like, there's nothing about that that makes sense. I mean, they're turning away. Um, 
you know, and we'll get to this at a later point. I'll tell you exactly what they've turned away and what I've booked so far. Okay, yeah, and I and I might get to that in a second. This isn't all uh, bad news because the way you, yeah, you no. the way you you dealt me in on this was you go, hey man, I got I got a great story to tell you. It started out as terrible, but it worked out really good, and we'll get to that in a second. And when I mentioned Doctor Grins, I don't know anything. I just threw that out as a hypothetical. You and I don't know anything as to why you're getting squeezed. Correct. I mean, we don't really have any concrete evidence. Yes. Yeah, I don't know anything in particular that that it was grins that squeezed me. Now, it's definitely a, a theory of mine. I mean, it's one of the theories that makes sense, but I can't say, you know, 100% that's the reason. But I was closing in with Billy's Lounge. At that point, I hadn't picked up um, a listening room. Um, but once this all happened, I picked up the listening room just because... A, it's, it's a great location. It's probably the nicest of all the locations. Brand new. It's it's absolutely beautiful. But, uh, you know, let's be honest. It is really close to Dr. Grin's. Well, yeah. I have a hard time believing there's anything else going on there other than that. Because it doesn't make sense. Why would you just turn away money? Um, um, if there is, if that is the case, um, you know, I kind of get it. I mean, I get that they would do it. But the problem with that is they then awaken the monster. That is, no one has ever seen this side of Don Veltman. But you have disturbed the Kraken because now this Don is waking up. Is like, fuck this shit. I don't need this. And I'm going to go out and nobody's going to stop me. Yet another thing has tried to knock back Alley Comedy Club off the face of the earth. First, you had the pandemic. And the long, the long absence. And then, you know, I mean, this was very, very difficult on you and your family as a small business owner. And now this, this is, uh, this is also a terrible thing, but you're not letting this slow you down in any way. Isn't that right? No. Um, yeah. I, I mean, when it all happened um, and part of going back, going back to what you just said, like if, if funny business holds on to me, they have control over, where I put some of these shows, they can go to grins and say, you know, Hey, Don's bringing in John Heffron who normally performs at grins. Uh, and he's going to be at, you know, Billy's lounge. Is that okay? And they can say, no, that's not okay. And then they can control some of that. Now okay. they have no control over me. Now I, I do what I want. Um, and I'll bring shows right to grins backyard. So they would have had control over me there. So from there, you know, I kind of pick it up that day. I'm thinking like, fuck, like, what do I do? Like, uh, am I done? You know, uh, I don't book, you know, I've never had to do any of this. I've got a ton of contacts for comedians um, just because I'm always at the shows, making sure things go well, um, rather than hire like a taxi to drive guys home, you know, I, to the airport. You know, I want to make sure they get there personally. So they've always appreciated that. Um, so I started reaching out to these guys that, Hey, I, I'm not giving up. So I start reaching out and they say, yeah, let's do something. Here's my manager. They can put you in touch. You know, they obviously manage other people so they can put you in touch with some people. So that day I go from oh, shit to like the next day, basically now I've heard back from, I start off with Roger Paul, who's out of New York, um, got some quality acts. And he, he's super nice guy, super nice guy. And he's not a funny business fan. Um, he's like, yeah, let's fuck them over. Let's uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> I'll, I'll hook up with other people. So he gets me hooked up with ICM, IA, 
33 and West, CAA, a uh, bunch of different places like that. And next thing I know, things are just kind of rolling along. And uh, yesterday we announced uh, Eddie Griffin, um, who multiple times, funny business, said I couldn't get. Um, I wow. got Shane Smith, who's he's a guy that within the next year, I guarantee you, he's doing theaters only. Um, is that the guy from Vice? Vice? Shane Smith. Who the hell is he's, Shane Smith? He's got uh, tattoos on his face. Oh, that's definitely not the guy from Vice. I don't know what the yeah. fuck I'm thinking of. Gotcha. Um, days before that, we announced Heffron and Reap. I've got a bunch of other stuff really close. I, I'm sure I'm missing names that we have announced, too, that are really solid. Um, but there's some really good ones in the works that will probably be announced yet this week. Um, so I've booked my entire... 2021 yeah there's there's she Jesus, he is amazing you have to check him out like it's i'm so excited to have him come do shows because i guarantee <laughs> this is the last time he's going to be doing a run of comedy clubs nice nice don excellent work um, so so basically what we're looking at now i'll let you talk more about that in a second is isn't that a great feeling when okay everything is turmoil but i'm not gonna panic Okay, I'm going to see what I can do and see where this goes. And then when things start to gel, I, I had that moment and you were part of that moment when I started to when rubber started to meet the road on this podcast. I was like, oh, wow. Hey, I, I can do this. When you had that realization like, hey, I can I can fucking get this done. You, you start to feel a little bit of a uh, stress relief, don't you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that first First day was just absolute panic. Like um, we've talked about it before. I have I have anxiety issues. So that first day was like just kicked it into overdrive. Like, I, what am I going to do? Like, I I just don't know how to do this. Um, am I going to be able to just step into these places? Are they going to be willing to work with some guy that you know just doesn't know what he's doing? And for example, um, the main guy that I work with at 33 and West. Um, he's a really cool guy. And we joke, um, cause he's like, Hey, can you do this? Can you do such and such? And I'm like, I don't know. I've never had to do that before. I'm sure I can. Like, uh, uh, I just got to figure it out, but I'm learning something new really every day that, you know, I didn't have to handle before, but as I continue to go down that road, it's like, Hey, this isn't that tough. So, after two weeks of booking my entire 2021, which some of it hasn't been announced, and I'm only counting stuff that's been announced, it works out to about $13,000 that I would have paid funny business. To book those shows for you? Yep. Okay. So now, essentially, you're doing it. You yep. don't have to pay that money. And you have a probably in a more in-depth and a better handle on everything because, you know, you're into it. And it's it's I, I don't know. I think that there's something spectacular about that of something as minute as uh, pickup times. And just I don't know. I, I like that. I like the fact that um, I mean, if it were me, I would want it done that way, too. I don't want any surprises. There's no one there's no one to uh, to, to screw it up for you. And the reason why I bring that up is because comedian Brad Williams, not that long ago, was right about the time I got fired, came into town. And that was the one where Ben did comedy, which, by the way, we got to get Ben on stage 
uh, part of the back. Cause you know, Ben and I have, have finally figured out our problems. I don't have any fights in the world going on. And so uh, we're, we're uh, podcasting together. So we got to do some fun stuff with Ben. He would love that. Yeah. And it, 100%. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, I, I fixed the relationship with um, um, what the hell is the guy's name? Mike Logan. Yes. Why did I struggle with that? Yeah. I, I, I said I fixed the relationship and then I can't remember his fucking name. What an <laughs> asshole. No, Logan and I figured it out. So that's cool, too. All is good. Um, you uh, uh, when Brad was in town, that's the guy. He's a, he's a, a little person, right? Am I, yeah. I have to uh, and he came to town to do comedy and he's great, Brad Williams. And he Amazing. was appearing at uh, um, Back Alley Comedy Club, part of Sherman Bowling Center. And um, you wanted him to come up to Howard City, which, again, would involve more money for funny business and more money for Brad. Now, this setting is unique. It's a small place. But who yeah. gives a shit, right? You know? Yeah. I mean, that was that was my thought. I told them, hey, just offer Brad 100% of the ticket sales um, to see what he says. I mean, he's got nothing else going on that day. Maybe he'll take it. Um, so, yeah. Now, we're talking, let's say let's say 40 people. Okay? Is that fair? It'd be, it'd be more than that. But, yeah, let's just say 40 people, whatever. That's, like, let's, let's say 50. At what? 25 bucks a pop? Yeah. 1250 uh, this- bucks. There you go. $1,250. That's yours, Brad. Uh, funny business. You give him, you, you give funny business a fee for getting him to there. You make money on the drinks and the food, correct? Yep. That's how it works. Yeah. You found out that they never even approached Brad Williams about that. They never even brought it up. Yeah. So I was told, uh, um, yeah, he, he won't take it. Um, he's not interested. And I'm like, okay. And this had happened a couple of times where, I just figured, like, yeah, I mean, they're looking after my best interest. So, um, yeah, this is true. You know, these people won't take it. It's just, you know, it's too small for them. So Brad and I just really hit it off, though. And we would just talk about comedy, comedians. Um, we talked several hours after shows. Um, and I got comfortable enough with them where I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm curious. Um, and you don't have to answer this. I don't want to make this uncomfortable. But, um I had offered, I think it was like Thursday or Wednesday. I can't remember what the date worked out to be, but whatever. It was uh, at, at at my bowling alley uh, for you to do a show, and you got 100% of the sales. And I'm just curious, you know, uh, what could have I done different? You know, what can I do to uh, in the future that maybe people would be interested in that? And he's like, what are you talking about? Oh, boy. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like, so then I kind of explained it a little bit more, and he's like, I, I never got that offer. Oh, like, they never, boy. They never gave me that offer. Oh. And I'm like, seriously? He's like, yeah, but fuck, dude, I would have done that. He's like, money's green. Like, yeah. why would I not do that? I wasn't doing anything else. So, yeah, so that uh. was the first time I found out that they weren't doing my services. Uh, uh, uh. John Yoder had to call me at one point when they screwed me over on Bert Kreitzer. I'd been asking for Bert for two years and uh-huh. he wasn't available. He wasn't available. I asked for him and they put me in a holding pattern. And then I'm on vacation and I get, uh, and this, when I was asking for him is long before they start booking for laugh fest. Um, uh-huh. and I'd been asking for him for a year and a half prior to this too. So, um, I'm on vacation and the first part of the laugh fest announcements come out uh-huh. I'm like, sweet, you know, I want to check this out. I'm excited. Um, oops, 
uh-huh. Bert Kreischer is on Laugh Fest. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? They held out on me to hopefully get him for Laugh Fest. You know, they, they're not looking out for me. Like I'm number last person to them. And still I stick with them. Right. And Amanda, I'm not coming to the party. My dick is too large. So <laughs> he's he's checking out the comments. By the way, your uh, your image on the live stream is like frozen. So I don't know. Hold on a second. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to uh, uh, deselect you and then reselect you to see if we can get you out of that static shot. So stand by. All right. Let's see if we can pull this off. That's hilarious. Uh, it's it's still frozen. No, I, it doesn't matter. We can hear you just fine. Okay. It's not like you're going to start juggling, so it doesn't matter. I actually I plan on that at the very end. So that yes. Okay. All right. So Brad revealed to you. Uh, actually, Chris says it's not static on his end, so it just must be in my end. All right. All right. He'll so, be able to see me juggle later. Yes. Brad reveals to you that um <clears throat> they aren't. <clears throat> excuse me that they're not actually doing what you wanted. So you've gotten all these different little hints, but you know, you never want to um, think that it's going to get as off the rails as it did, but it does. You have picked up the pieces and, and this is terrific. You reached out to me and I think you're in a better spot, Don. Now I really do because you, oh. fi- you are in control. You're getting shit done the way you want to do. You don't have to pay that money. This is an, this is a blessing. Oh, I agree. Like looking back now, it's 100% a blessing. It's weird to see my dog just cruising around in the background, like <laughs> your dog's on the couch. Um, yeah, it's 100% a blessing. I mean, I'm saving money. I'm able to make sure that offers are put in the way I want them put in. I'm able to make sure when I say, hey, let's go after somebody that we're really going after somebody. I never fuck myself over by thinking in my head, hey, I want to go after Hannibal Burris. And then I'm like, yeah. Fuck Don, we're not going to go after Hannibal Burris. You know, I, I know I'm going to actually do it. So, right. Um, you know, in retrospect, it's been great. Um, there's still definitely uh, that revenge factor out there. Um, oh yeah. Well, you know, now you got a chip on your shoulder, and and um, you know, in the spirit of competition, you want to take people that are would go to comedy shows that aren't back alley comedy club and you're trying to put them into your venue. So you would do that no matter what. Yeah. Well, go ahead and, and, uh, and throw in anything else that you think is going on. And that makes you dangerous. Yeah. I, I mean, they have no control over me at this point. Like I now have access right. to listening room. Um, and you know, we're putting shows there and that I, legitimately i could probably hit a nine iron and hit grins from there so i mean that's 100 percent. i'm sure not what they wanted um i mean they can say i'm not a threat to them they haven't announced a show yet this year and i've got my 2021 booked and announced some pretty amazing names that i don't recall the last time they've had you know yeah like eddie griffin so can i can i uh is it listed anywhere online where I can go down them uh, show by show or, or is that, is that not a thing yet? It is on, it's a little bit disconjointed right now. Um, if you go to back alley, the Facebook page, um, it'll give you a lot of the events. I can kind of go off memory. Uh, a buddy of mine, I, I don't know if Jordan Garnett ever came on the show. He's from Florida. He's no. coming up really just to hang out, but next week he's doing three shows um one is 
uh, let's see, Thursday is in Rockford. Oh, man. No, Thursday's oh. at Spectrum Entertainment Complex. Uh, Friday's at Howard City Lanes. And Saturday's at Rockford. Um, and then you can see Heffron and Reap. Uh, those are two last comic standing winners doing a show together. I mean, that show is amazing. Um, Heffron's a guy that's um, always done grins. Um, so... When you it says uh, comedian Jordan Garrett back alley comedy club at uh, on Clyde Park in Wyoming, what, what is that? Spectrum Entertainment. Con. Okay, gotcha. Okay, and is it only Thursday? I think you said something different. That's yeah. That's why I said it's kind of disconjointed because uh, I don't really put the Howard City shows on there. I do put uh, the Spectrum Entertainment Complex shows on there just because I don't have access to their Facebook gotcha. page. But everybody gotcha. else's, I do. Rockford's, I have access to. Uh, my own, obviously, I have. Yep. Uh, yep. That's too. So, um, yeah. You so, got- when you go there, you're only going to see Muskegon and uh, Spectrum's shows. Gotcha. I see Ryan O'Flanagan. I see Polly Shores. Uh, that's happening in September. And you have several in the Shane Smith, uh, November 12th. You were just talking about that. And you have a number more, a number, many more that you're going to be adding. Uh, as time passes that you have in the, in the, uh, in the, in the chamber, but you just can't really get into, right? Yeah. And there's some on there that you're, that I have announced, uh, Mitch Fatel. Um, I think he's done the show before. Yep. Uh, so, and then there's Ryan O'Flan again. I haven't put it up yet. Uh, Billy Wayne Davis, check him out. He's a guy, he's done, uh, um, Conan and a bunch of other stuff. He's a guy that's rising fast. He's doing uh, uh, middle of September. Uh, there's Jonathan Martin, who's was on the Chappelle show. Um, Logan Gunselman. Um, and this one's pretty cool. It's uh, you might not have heard of these names, but you'll want to. Uh, there's a show that's kind of colliding. Um, I know you do some stuff with Aaron Putnam. Yep. So Aaron also not a funny business fan. Um, so <laughs> we collaborate together and, uh, he got a hold of me and we kind of bounce stuff off each other. And when I have somebody that he's interested in, he'll say, Hey, you know, can we, can you talk to them and see if they can come down to Chicago? Um, well, he had, I had local gunselman coming through who's out of, she's a, it's a, she, um, amazing upcoming comic. Um, she's out of California and he had Emma Willman. Um, coming through that same weekend. So they're colliding together to do a show on that Saturday, which is October 2nd. Um, and then they're going to do a show together in nice. um, Chicago, October 3rd. But they're two huge uh, upcoming comedians. Emma's recently been doing like a lot of the late night shows. Um, so she's really getting a name for herself. And Logan recently did a Comedy Central special. Right. Well, this is all great, Don. I'm, 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 I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. I don't like that this happened, but sometimes when life does that sort of thing, it, it, ter- it works out for the best. So, uh, g- God help the the Yoders. God help grins. <laughs> You're going to destroy these people. And you remember a long time ago when uh, you were just circling the drain, you were just at a desperate straits, a dire straits, I should say. And I said, Hey, Don, when you get back at it, you know, you, you come on the show and uh, you, as long as it takes, I am going to help is in my own little special way, promote 
everything you need to uh, help promote it in until you're back on your feet. And that and we did discuss that off the air that that still stands. Of course, I, I want nothing but that to happen for as long as you need. And I told you, I go, Don, I'm not going to say, all right, you got two months. I told you as long as it takes. So I am washing my hands of this. You let me know when you want to be like, okay, hey, let's do it. Get back to the old deal for now. We got you, man. We're going to pick you up. We're going to, uh, you don't, it's no cost to you. And I'll bring the people. I'll go to the shows. I'll help you. If you need an MC, whatever you need, Don, because you know what? You were there for me when I was so uncertain in my life. You did that. And I will never forget that. So I am team Don forever. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I, I want nothing but a win for you in this scenario. You're about to make me cry, which is going to oh. really ruin my juggling performance. Later. <laughs> well, I know that the audience loves you, man, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pick you up, and uh, and 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 you know we're we're gonna attend those shows even more so than than before because now we've got we've got a fucking axe to grind. We got a vendetta. Nobody fucks with one of our own, so we want to make sure that this is taken care of. Yeah, and if if any of the fans out there they have somebody that they want to see, uh, let me know. Like now, it's a lot more in my control um, to be able to go out and get who I want. Um, I found that it's not as difficult as they've made it seem. Um, as I've picked up names, they claimed I couldn't get. So um, yeah, if there's someone out there, don't come back to me and tell me Kevin Hart. Um, I'll just tell you to yeah. Piss off. Uh, uh, book a guy named Chad Zumach. Have you ever heard of Chad Zumach? No, I was hoping you were going to say Chad Daniels because I'm in the works on that. Uh, I don't know. Chad Zumach's <laughs> out of Florida. I got into a, a podcast war with him. He's an asshole, but it okay. would be, it'd make for a great story. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, see Dean, boring Dean writes rich uh, regains. I don't know. Uh, so okay. yeah, that, that, that's what you do. You got to reach out to big Dick Donnie. On, I, I think John Christ was involved in a, like, a. I think he's like the clean, like a uh, church comic that I could be wrong on that one. Is that I why he calls himself Chris? Oh, and he did something bad. Yeah. He got caught screwing around. I could be wrong. That might not be <laughs> the right guy. Um, but I swear that is. Yeah. John I, Caparulo. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right. Yeah, just keep throwing them out there. Even after I'm off, I'll be watching. And yeah, um, I'm trying to book. I've got a lot of stuff already in the works for 2022, but I still have a lot of things to fill. So uh -huh. yeah, give me some ideas. I'd love. Oh yeah, no, I was right. She said, "Nope, that's him." <laughs> hey, I got no problem with it. Like, yeah, I'm, you know, we're definitely not a a church. So uh, I'll bring yeah, on if you're all interested. right. Really good. Well, uh, Don, um. Uh, I, I want to encourage people to uh, follow Back Alley Comedy Club on Facebook, and uh, I, you'll be keeping me updated on these shows coming to town. We got to do something with Ben. We got to do something with Logan. And uh, is there a conflict with Logan? Is he doing his own thing with anybody? Is that or is Logan that actually got me into a um, uh, listening room? So there is no conflict. Logan's got the same agenda as me. Uh, when I made that tease post on my page yesterday. Uh, not a lot of comics would like or respond to it uh, because everybody's not that they dislike me. Um, just everybody doesn't want to touch that with a 10 foot pole because they're worried, you know, Hey, 
funny business isn't going to book me if I'm in Don's corner where there's a couple guys like Mike Jeter, um, responded to it and actually commented on it. And, uh, I love Mike Jeter. Like that guy doesn't care. Um, he's not gonna, he's, he's out for what's right. Um, but my big thing, well, one of the big things I do want to talk about before I go is what I've talked to all these agencies about, um, something that I couldn't control with funny business was, um, openers. A lot of times openers were really difficult to control. And I've told these agencies, Hey, it's really important to me that we have local Michigan comedians featuring for these shows. Um, it's a great chance to build their resumes, to get out in front of a bunch of people and be seen, um, because these guys are hilarious. Um, so, if, you know, we can get like Shane Smith, um, no, that's a guy that would normally bring his own opener. I said, Hey, let me, you know, we'll bring our own guy. So, you know, here's a show that somebody local is going to be in front of three, 400 people. Um, you know, that's a great opportunity to get out and get your name heard yeah. and get known. And I'm very dedicated to that, to the local comedians to make sure wow. that they're taken care of because honestly, I don't think funny business does that. So, I mean, the, the the of course, you got the pros and cons of all this drama. And the con is uh, the initial problem that happened. But the pros, this is a long list of positive things that have happened by this. They did you a favor. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. 100%. They did me a favor. Like, when I look back on it now, it's like, thank you. I appreciate what you did for me. But it doesn't change the fact that I, I do want to stick it in your ass. Oh, yeah. That's what you do, man. You go full on, full on anal on this. And and uh, how's uh, what about our pal Adam Deggy? How's he responded to all this? <laughs> Deggy's the guy that uh, I think is he does enough stuff with funny business. He does some stuff with <laughs> laugh fast. So um, while he's doing he's actually booked to do and. I think I can say it. Um, it should be finalized. Um, he's going to feature on Chris Kattan. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he'll feature on Chris Kattan. So he's doing work with me. Like, he and I get along great. Um, but he also didn't uh, comment or like that post that I put out yesterday. I think it's, you know, it's a fine line there. And I get it. Like, I don't, I hold no ill will towards the comedians that are going to stay away from that. I get it. Like, that's their livelihood. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don's laughing because on the yeah. audio podcast it says Adam Deggy bitched out on Facebook post. I love it. Um, yeah, Adam's just in a weird. I get it. He's in a weird spot. Like he, I wouldn't want to die on that hill either. So um, if I was him, like I would just steer clear of it. I get it. Have um, you ever been approached by funny girls? I have not. Are you aware uh, of who that is? Yeah, Kara Williams. Uh, uh, Aaron, sure. Aaron, Aaron, uh, Aaron Bet- Becca or Betka or something like that. Yeah, I actually reached out to them to find out um, some female comedians that they'd like to see. Um, and that's how I got, uh, like, Emma Willman was a name on there. Um, I think Logan Gunselman was a name on there. There's a bunch of names on there. It's, it's crazy. Um, as much as I'm trying to be diverse and get female comedians in it is not easy. Like don't think that uh, any of the female listeners out there don't think that, Hey, uh, Don just doesn't want to put females on the stage. Um, I went wow. through and looked and they're all doing 
theaters. Um, okay. Nuts. All right. Gotcha. So it isn't like they're not there. They just they're just doing different venues. Yeah, it's difficult. The names they gave me, like some of them, I didn't even recognize immediately, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is probably someone I can get. And then I check, and it's like theater. It's like, whoa, okay, okay. Well, I tell you what, you crushed it. I'm happy, uh, and and you'll be hearing more. Of, uh, the audience will be hearing more about uh, what's going on at Back Alley Comedy Club. And uh, it, now, when I look at the Facebook page. Um, it looks like your first thing is July 15th. Is that right with uh, Jordan Garnett at Spectrum yep. Lanes? Yep, that's the first thing. Then it okay. skips a little ways until uh, I think the very next thing is uh, Reap and Heffron, which is, that's like five dates. It's uh, the 24th through the 28th, I believe. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm stoked, man. This is great. Very, very good. Thank you. I appreciate it, Eric. <laughs> Yeah, man. Anything else? Any ghost stories from Howard City Lanes you can close with? Uh, people always want to know because you're in this uh, very, very old building that we've talked about. There is some creepy ass things that have happened inside of that old structure. I haven't seen anything lately. Have Chris, have you seen any uh, ghosts lately at the? You know, my wife, she doesn't believe in ghosts. I don't even know how we're together. So. Oh, come on now. Jesus. All right. Say, all right. If you're so smart, go spend the night at the bowling alley. <laughs> She said she would. I don't think she spent the night in the basement. I, I don't believe that. Uh, true or false? You've actually had sex uh, on a bowling alley, on, on a lane. Uh, false. Okay. All right. That's I, all I, I wish I could say true. All right. Okay. Maybe next time. Amanda says hi to your better half, by the way. <laughs> Amanda says hi, Chris. Chris wants to know. She's She didn't think uh, she lives there anymore. She hasn't seen her much. No, Amanda used to, Amanda still lives in Howard City. Right. Amanda still lives in Howard City. I see your dog. Great dog. Okay. Big okay. Dick Donnie, I'll talk to you. Okay, thanks. thanks again. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Don Veltman. Boy, what a saga. The people over at uh at the comedy not not the comedy club, but at uh at at, at funny business. What a bunch of dicks. Shit. Uh, Tyler writes, Eric bailed on any funny girl's jokes. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I was like, uh, I better not. I didn't, I don't have any, I don't have any, uh, I don't have any rage built up in me about the funny girls. I don't, you know, it's kind of like left me. By the way, on the Lost Zane recordings, uh, those shows are coming where um, they appear on the show. There was one moment on the Lost Zane recordings where the funny girls joined me, and it was good. We had a good time in studio. So then when um, it happened months later at that live show where things got off the rails with that pain in the ass Aaron, um, I, was, I, I was like, oh, my God, what just happened? So that is going to happen on the Lost Zane recordings. Another reason to be on Patreon, to hear those whole shows, which are released Mondays and Fridays. All right. Wow, that was a lot. Um, I'm just glad he's he's on his feet. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to finish my story about my visit to local artist Richard Francisco's house with his crazy-ass dogs and how that went in just a second. I, I This is incredible what I saw. I left you with me in the driveway all like nervous as hell because these enormous sounding dogs were barking. More on that in a second. I do have to pee. 
But first, I want to uh, shout out to my pals, uh, Emilio and Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Not all dumpsters are created equal. If you're driving through your neighborhood, you see somebody gets a dumpster. Maybe they're redoing the roof or they're cleaning out a bunch of clutter. They put the, the dumpster in the driveway. It's all rusted out. It's about five feet high and long. It's the length of the driveway. You're like, what the fuck, man? Look at that thing. Um, dumpster divers dumpsters are different because they um, hold the same amount as those big, long ones. But they're high walled so that they don't occupy as much space in the driveway. You see, they can fit into a tight space. So no matter if you live in a, I have a small driveway, big driveway, or it's a hard to reach place, those dumpsters from dumpster divers are going to uh, be able to fit inside of any location. Okay. And the best part about dumpster divers dumpsters is that the uh, uh, pricing on the weight is much lower than the other guys. They have a different weight threshold. What you're paying for with the other guys is an amount of weight in a dumpster that you can't possibly achieve, but you're still paying for it. Dumpster divers, not so. They price it less on the weight limit. 99% of the time, nobody hits that weight limit. If you do, you're going to pay for that little bit more exactly basically you're paying for exactly what uh the the weight is you're not you're not overpaying for something for weight that uh weight limitation that you don't need okay that is that is the huge difference and these guys are a great startup as most of my businesses are they work together at two men in a truck and they finally said hey man we don't want to work for the man we want to be the man so that's what uh, dumpster divers is all about dumpster divers llc.com if you are in west michigan and you need a dumpster call upon them beautiful blue if you could ever say beautiful dumpster, these are beautiful dumpsters, okay? You see them driving around town. They've got uh, uh, put all over the place, and they are growing. Call or text 616-375-9962. Dumpster divers. If you need a dumpster, that's who you call in West Michigan, 616-375-9962. That's not all they do, though. Dumpster rentals. Uh, demo and deconstruction and junk removal and it, on their website it details all of this just go to dumpsterdiversllc.com okay that's what you need you will pay less for a dumpster divers dumpster than you will for any other dumpster i can promise you that thank you to kyle and emilio for believing in me irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid if you are in West Michigan and even some of the surrounding areas, some of their client base travels uh, quite far because uh, it's it's key to have a trusted source to repair your vehicle. I mean, that is probably one of the worst things when the when the car has a problem. Like who do I? I mean, where do I begin? You begin at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Online at Irvine's.com. E R V I N E S. That's E R V I N E S. dot com taking care of any problem on your vehicle when it comes to keeping it running appropriately for Europeans, uh, European models, Asian models, and domestic models of cars. About the only thing that they don't work on are Volkswagens. Okay. Thank you to Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. I need, unfortunately to take a potty break. So I'm going to leave you with this. And then do just that. It'll be about a minute. And then I'll be back with you. I got to tell you the back half of this story about when I saw 
my good pal, Richard Francisco. All right, so we're not done. Kyler says that's it. Do you? Is there ever a joke that you can't beat into the ground, Kyler? Okay, what the fuck? Let it go. Enough with the that's it. That's it. Shut. It's the easiest way to piss me off. If I see you at my house, I'm gonna fucking kick your Mexican ass right in the backyard. Shit, knock it off. Dirk does that shit too. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Hang on. Be right back. Asshole. Forgot the dog's water. See, I walked out with the bull and then didn't come back in with the bull. It's like, oh my God, I forgot the water. Idiot. All right. Boy, this has been fun. I love this so much. I can't tell you how, how great this is. Just the whole thing. You know? Um, all right. Now let's get back into the story about visiting uh, Richard Francisco. So uh, the idea is I'm going to go to his place and uh, part of his marketing, because it actually is a marketing plan, is showcasing his um, his artwork in, in, in video and then picking his brain. What do you do? Uh, how, how can people reach out to you? How can you help the audience? Uh, what can you do for them? What type of services? How, how can you paint for the audience? What can you do that's fun, interesting? That's the point. So these dogs are going crazy. And I, he says, okay, yeah, they're like behind a fence. Okay? And there, there's like a gate keeping the dogs in the kitchen. We go in the side door of the house, which takes us directly down into his basement. He, uh, he, he, remember, he said, yeah, Charlie won't bite you. And and I, I think he I think Zeus would I, I I think Zeus may have been a biter, but um, he goes yeah we're I'm just gonna let you I'm gonna let the dogs kind of get used to you being in the house and see if they come around later. So as I walk up and step into the house, it's still bar- both dogs barking. The boxer pit bull mix is a normal sized dog, okay, and um. Then the shepherd is, I've never seen anything like this. German shepherd dog, which is a big working dog to begin with. But this was, and Richard says, nope, you can pet Zeus. Zeus does not bite. None of these dogs bite, but they're just loud. Zeus is like a big baby. And then Richard, uh, and Richard said that Charlie was, yeah, he won't bite you. Hasn't bitten anybody yet. Uh, 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 Charlie is a normal shepherd is intimidating. This is not a normal shepherd. This is a shepherd on steroids. I have never seen such a large German shepherd. It is incredibly tall and the dog is only two. So it still has to thicken up. You know, it hasn't yet gotten old man strength. I've, I'm not kidding you. The, the, the height on this dog was like pony and it it had a long, almost like great Dane legs and just classic shepherd. I, I, I felt like I was in a fucking Nazi death camp or something like that. I was like, Oh no, he's got to eat me. It was terrible. And he's putting his face up to the thing. 
And I'm like, oh, fuck, shit, let's get out of here. Come on, Richard's going upstairs. Shit, I'm dead. He goes, oh, yeah. Chris refers to the dog as Charlie the Dire Wolf. Oh, absolutely, for you Game of Thrones fans. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck is going on with your dog, man? So this dog is, you know, this dog goes to bed. When this dog goes to bed, you know, a normal dog, I mean, uh, O'Neal and, and Bruce, he's probably sitting there dream of like, you know, running in the water and or maybe like rolling on their back or they dream about a chewing on a bone. Charlie is uh, uh, dreaming about the Holocaust or biting someone's cock off or something like that. And that's what this dog dreams about. This is a Charlie, uh, Richard, I don't care what you say. Your dog is a sadistic fuck okay that's what we got there this is this is horrible what are you doing with this this when was the last time somebody have you had a return customer visit your home have you ever had anybody go to your house and then there's that out there hey yeah why don't you come over again oh, i can't i got a uh, i'm traveling or a, oh no i something came up last minute i can't make it pay attention i want you to graph this shit out of what's going on with return customers to your home oh my god so then we're downstairs, and uh, so uh, he, he's got this. The, the whole room is just oozing with creativity. And then I right away am off to a bad start because there's a picture on the wall of this beautiful woman playing a guitar. And I go, oh, my God, who is this beautiful lady? Is this, is this your wife? You actually painted a picture of your wife, and she's good at guitar. This is incredible. She's beautiful. And you know what he said? He goes, he goes that's me. I go, oh, fuck. I go, what, huh? And he goes, yeah, man. Uh, I was younger and I, I did a self-portrait at Kendall Art College or whatever it was. I go, oh, fuck. That's terrible. Off to a bad start. You're, you're not a woman. So anyway, um, sitting with him and uh, getting an explanation of basically where he goes and how he can, how he can do for you what he does, you're, you're, you're going to love this video. And then we didn't even get into the, <clears throat> excuse me, the art prize installation. I'm, 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 I'm all about this dude. Really, really great. And uh, you'll be hearing more from Richard and how you can uh, find him online if you ever want to um, bang on his door about having him, commissioning him, actually commissioning an artist to do something for you. Think about that. That would be fantastic. Um, all right. We walk up the steps. And he goes, come on. I think Charlie's, uh, yeah, Charlie's probably coming around to you now, man. And says, smells your dog's uh, He's He's fine. I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm trying not to look like I'm petrified. You know, immediately my hands go up, arms crossed. I like, uh, and then I, I don't want to look like a bitch, so I kind of walk in there, and and uh, and and Richard's better half is there, and there's there's another young lady. I think it's a daughter, uh, and and they're all there, and uh, and then it actually said, yeah, Charlie's fine as long as you don't get in between him and my wife. If you find yourself in between him and my wife, that's a place you don't want to be. And I'm like, Richard, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you dragging me into this this, this, this horrible scenario? I'm dead. Oh, yeah, the dog's fine as long as you don't get between him and my wife. What? What, what is going on here? And all the while, Zeus is rah, rah, rah. So they're all just barking at me and i'm like come on guys i'm tired of getting screamed at and your dog barks so then he lets charlie out and charlie now has a frisbee in his mouth and charlie wants to play 
I'm like, thank God the dog's outside. This is great. This is much better. I feel much less stressed. Oh, horrible. Oh. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go throw the frisbee. He goes outside, throws the frisbee a couple times, comes back in. Dog gets the frisbee, comes walking up to the, the door, the uh, sliding glass door, and likes looking at me. He's like, come on. I dare you to come outside. And the dog comes back inside. I did not actually pet the dog. I have never, I mean, I am a, a huge fan of dogs. And I, um, you know, I'm very quick to pet them. I did not even consider petting this dog. I didn't even think about it. I'm like, there is no way. This would be, I think it's like a victory. I, uh, if you are at that house and the dog comes up to you and just sniffs you and doesn't bark. Forget petting the dog, okay? Uh, that would be crazy. And Richard is a liar, okay? Uh, him insinuating that the dog is not, uh, is super friendly, that, that's all bullshit. You are, an, you are a horrible liar. No one on God's green earth has ever pet your dog. No one has. Don't make up stories anymore. Okay, if we're going to have a relationship, you got to just sit there and say, this dog hates you. Don't don't give anybody the line about, ah, yeah, he's sweet. He's, uh, he'll never bite you. Bullshit. That is all shit. You were rolling the dice with my life there. That everybody knows it. So and then and, and that. So Zeus and Charlie Charlie Zeus was like, all right, fucker. I guess you can come in here and would sniff me a little bit, tail wagging a little bit. I think I was on all an act. I've in my life, uh, there is I've never been more intimidated by an animal. I mean, I would have rather have been in the wild and discovered a mama bear than to be near your devil dog. That was the, that was the meanest dog I've ever seen in my life. And you got to stop with this charade about this is a nice dog. When someone comes to your house, this is the new thing. Have a recorded message by me and hold it up to them on the on your phone or your tablet. And say, hey, before you come into the house, let me let me play this for you, and then uh, it'll be me saying, hey, welcome to Richard's house. Okay, now a couple things before you go in the house. You have a one percent chance of surviving. These two dogs are going to try to kill you. They hate you, so uh, uh, enter at your own risk. They want to kick your ass. You are about to see craziness right now so enter at your own risk thank you have a nice day I'm totally kidding i'm sure they're fine but i i tell you what man i was scared shitless richard wow Whew. we got to get video of just the dogs next time i go over let's have it uh, i'll do a video of, okay yeah walking up to richard's house and then just show what you then so you can see from my perspective what's going on and then you and your wife are like oh yeah, he's easy. He's easy peasy. It's just he's wonderful. He's the sweetest thing in the world. He is not going to bite your cock off. There is no way he's going to uh, rip your throat out and you're going to die. That is not going to happen. My God. All right. Hang on. I need a drink. Need a drink. Um, there's a writer, a radio writer that I've uh, mentioned on the show by the name of Ed Ryan on tomorrow's podcast. It is, uh, unless there's a technical issue, 
I think we're going to be up and running. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll say I'm 60-40 that I can make this happen. We haven't yet tested it out technically. But if we can get it the way we're supposed to get it, um, just like how I had Big Dick Donnie on here, I'm going to invite in Ed Ryan. Now, for you, the audience, you don't know who this is. It's going to be very different for you because he is going to interview me. And he is going to put that out to his audience, a lot of which, most of which, are other radio people. He's an industry writer, a radio industry writer for a company or a publication called Radio Inc., I-N-K. All right. And he's been kind of following my exploits on the podcast. He'll tune in from time to time. He'll check it out and listen to a show. And um, he was very kind when I got fired from BBL to do an article about me. I've talked about that and uh, we kind of talked here and there. And uh, he said, yeah, hey, so I do these things on Friday on Facebook Live. And uh, I want to have you on. Okay, great. Let's do it. So um, we have the... Uh, ability to put it out on his show and then on my show but i'm not going to be leading this i'm going to invite him in and say all right and uh now it's time for the kind of like the dual show as uh ed ryan is going to have me for his audience and here you go and ed's going to interview me now a lot of the shit he's going to ask me about you probably already know but i'm going to go i'm going to actually transition from being uh driving the content like i do now to being interviewed and answering questions so just so you know that's how that's going to be i'm actually kind of looking forward to it uh, I'm sometimes a little nervous about how I come off to other people in my industry, or I, I should say in my former industry, most of them radio people. But what he wants to inter- interview me about is how'd you do it? How uh, did it go that you were able to, um, you know, go from doing a radio thing to kind of doing your own thing and somehow uh, m- muscling your way in there to do it for a living. So that's, basically i think how it's going to go so i'm looking forward to that that will be tomorrow at about 9 a.m hang on i think my voice is starting to go hold on is there any doubt about today's asshole of the day by the way um let us talk about the stanley cup champion tampa bay lightning For the second year in a row, winners of the Stanley Cup, a hockey fan and friend of the show and Zaniac Dirk is in Tampa. Now, a lot is explained about Dirk. He's a goalie, so you know he's weird as fuck, but he's a huge hockey fan. So he is, uh, he kind of jumped on board with the Tampa bandwagon because he lives there. Um. Or in the, in that area, I don't know how close Clearwater is to Tampa, but anyway, he's a, he's a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, and uh, so they win their second Stanley Cup. This is a this is a dynasty. Um, so you have back to back Stanley Cup victories for them. Not easy to do. Um, did they? Um, the year before they started winning. Like in, when they, because uh, Tampa won it in 20, they won it yesterday, 2021. They won it in 2020. The St. Louis Blues won it in 2019. Did St. Louis, did they beat Tampa in that cup win? I don't even know. 
Um, when it comes to back-to-back Stanley Cup finals, the last team to do it was uh, Pittsburgh 2016-2017. The Blackhawks had a pretty – yeah, there's been a lot of streaks, you know. You had Chicago in 10, 13, and 15. That was an amazing run. The Kings in 12 and 14. Pittsburgh, 9, 16, and 17. Pretty amazing. But Tampa, back-to-back. Uh, like I said, Pittsburgh did it in 16 and 17. Uh, any other teams? Be, okay, Tampa won it in 04 as well. Uh, Detroit, 97-98. And 2002 and 2008. So they had a hell of a run. But in terms of back-to-back, outside of uh, Pittsburgh, 16-17, and the Red Wings, 97-98, you don't see it that often to win back-to-back championships. Uh, St. Louis beat Boston, according to Josh. Uh, so this is uh, this is impressive. They beat the shit out of Montreal, five to one. Now, Nikita Kucherov is one of the stars of the Lightning. Uh, this is classic hockey. Kucherov in the post game press conference, he shows up at the table, uh, still has his hockey pants on, no shirt on, no no gear, so he's just a naked chest. Just shows up there with a beer, knocking back a beer, answering questions. Now, if you're a, a, a hockey player, imagine this season in particular. You've had to be tested for COVID every single game. You do a full season. Even just, um, uh, I mean, if there wasn't COVID, winning the Stanley Cup is so hard to do. It's one of the hardest things in sports to do to win that trophy. Uh, but, I mean, that, that takes a lot out of a player. Um, with all the testing and the nonsense that they've had to deal with. So this is, and by the way, it should be noted that uh, Red Wings general manager, Steve Eiserman, who calls me Eric, by the way, and I, and I call him Steve, um, he has a lot to do with the Tampa Bay Lightning being in the spot that they're in. Doesn't have everything to do with it, but he had a, a very strong hand in building that team. So if you're a Red Wing fan, you're hoping that he can capture that magic for your Detroit Red Wings. This is great, though. Kucherov lets it fly. First of all, uh, Kucherov is pissed off that his goalie hadn't won the MVP in the previous finals. Okay? And so he's happy for his goalie. and But he lets it fly. He thinks that... Um, uh, the other uh, uh, people that had won, in fact, if I remember correctly, as it's listed here, he stepped up to the mic, slugging a beer. He did not hold back at all. And I'll play it for you in a second. Uh, the goalie, Andre Vasilevsky, he won the Conn Smythe Trophy as a playoffs MVP. He said, Vassy was outstanding MVP. I was telling him every day, Vassy, you're MVP. You're the best player. And then they give the Vezina to whatever the guy in Vegas division. He's talking about Marc-Andre Fleury, so he just slights him. We have Nikita Kucherov. 
Media, please raise your hand if you have a question. We'll start with Joe Smith, the athletic. Joe. Big snort. Did you hear that? He's like, he doesn't give a shit. If you have a question, we'll start with Joe Smith, the athletic. Joe. Let's hear it. <laughs> Just, Let's uh, <laughs> how would you describe your congratulations? Uh, how would you describe your emotions right now after doing what you guys did? I, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, it's f- back to back, and yeah, you know, I I couldn't sleep for three nights. You know, and uh, to be able to win this game is huge. Wasi was outstanding MVP. I was telling him every day, Wasi, you MVP. You you're the best player. And then they gave it to whatever the guy. In Vegas, division. Uh, and then last year, the, the- Mark Andre Fleury, arguably a Hall of Famer, and wins the Smythe Trophy last year. He refers to him as whatever the guy in Vegas division. You're the best player. And then they gave it to whatever the guy in Vegas division. Uh, and then last year, they, they gave Vizina to somebody else. Number one bull. Number one bull. Why is he took- He's talking about uh, Connor uh, he- he- Connor Hellebuck. Both cups. You know, he took MVP, and I was keep telling him he's MVP. He's the guy that <laughs> he's the best. You know, he was on his head today, and you know, he kept us in the game. And another shout out for by him, remarkable. Can't even tell more. Okay, so he takes a shit on Connor Hellebuck and Mark Andre Fleury. Okay. He goes back in time and says, ah, those fuckers, they didn't deserve that shit, man. Vasilevsky, he's a man. Fuck all those other guys. I don't give a shit that they that they won that. They, they shouldn't have won it. It should have been our guy. He's, he had, had another shutout last night. If he ended it there, it'd be bad enough. But then you got the Canadians. They just got, uh, uh, well, uh, four to one. They end up losing the series. Uh, it was uh, it was three nothing when the Canadians finally won one the previous game in Montreal. Uh, <laughs> he, he rips the heart out of Canadians fans. And then steps on it. Listen to this. I'm so happy we. I didn't want to go back to Montreal, but they acted. The fans in Montreal, come on, they acted like they won the Stanley Cup last game. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> John Romano, they, Tampa they, Bay Times. Their final was last last series. Okay. Oh! <laughs> Holy shit! This guy just won the Stanley. I love this guy. He wins the Stanley Cup. And he tells the Canadians and their fans to go fuck themselves. Holy shit. That's why hockey is better than every sport there is. I mean, how refreshing is that? To finally get a guy to go, yeah, fuck those guys. That is other guys. Fuck them. Oh, he needed to be smoking a cigarette. He needed to light up a fucking cigarette. Oh, God, this feels good. All right, bring it on. And then have the beer and then just, oh, God. It was, the guy is a character dude. How great is Nikolai uh, uh, Kucherov right there? Absolutely incredible. Whoo! Love that. Classic. What is there not to love about, about, uh, about that guy? I called him Nikolai. Nikita Kucherov. That didn't feel right when I said it. I was like, I think I just screwed that up. It's something Russian. 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 I, I got to end this show. I've had it. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll get to the asshole of the day in a second. It's down to two candidates. 
Richard's dog, Charlie, which I wasn't even going to think about until Richard said it. Richard's dog, Charlie, is asshole of the day candidate. And um, funny business, funny business comedy for what they did to Big Dick Donnie. You vote. I want to see what you think. On the live stream, Charlie the dog or funny business. As you know, I love helping businesses get the uh, with their marketing plans. If you have a business or you work for a business or you know someone that has a business, please reach out to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com, and I'll tell you what I can do. Throat slash Dale wants to power wash whatever you need power washed. Um, mobile cleaning unit 231-740-4098. If you are in West Michigan, call or text Dale at Superior Cleaning and Power Washing, 231-740-4098. If you're in the rest, uh, not the wrestling, damn it, what is wrong with me? If you're in the restaurant business, or you know someone who is, think about hiring Dale for that. Customers go home, employees go home, who cleans the place? Dale does. You're going to save money. He's going to do it for cheaper, and he's going to do a better job. Trust me. 231-740-4098. Sarah Honda Granville. Online at sarahondagranville.com. S-E-R-R-A. Honda Granville.com. Located on Kennewa Avenue in West Michigan. uh, Right by 44th Street the number one Honda volume dealer in the entire state of Michigan. Honda cars are great. They run forever, even when someone rips the front bumper off. That would be me. Um, And Sarah Honda Granville is who I want you to uh, check out. Either shop online or do it in person. Whatever you do, please mention my name when you see either Cameron or Thad. Or whoever you happen to be working with, mention my name. The online uh, car buying uh, process has really been streamlined these days. The... um, People that sell cars at Sarah Honda, they know you have more information than ever at your disposal. So for them to try to, like, um, price a car that for the exact same car at another place they can get for a lot cheaper, that does not help them. So you are getting the lowest price possible. Go there and see what they have to offer. I love the new Accords. I kind of want that uh, uh, here at the house. Uh, not quite ready for it, but man, do they look fantastic. They have everything you need at Sarah Honda Granville, either brand new, certified pre-owned, or used cars, all there at one place, Sarah Honda Granville, online at sarahhondagranville.com. All right. Asshole of the day. Uh, Adam in Houghton Lake says, definitely the comedy booking agency funny business. Scaring you does not qualify someone or a dog as an asshole. Justin in Charlevoix, Michigan says, asshole the day those gutless pieces of shit at funny business. Joey Williamson, who's a fucking idiot and doesn't like hockey, writes, the NHL are assholes of the day for going into the summer months. Shut up! How can you not like hockey? Of all the things. I mean, you like combat sports. This is great. It, it, it combines skill and combat. 
Teal in South Dakota says, asshole of the day is funny business. Oh, boy, you got to see Charlie. Okay. It, it is going to be funny business. I'll put it down to be official, but I just saw the information that Richard, Richard Francisco uh, sent me pictures of Charlie. Did you send them? Okay, you sent them on, uh, oh, boy. He sent them on uh, Facebook. Hang on a second. I got to share the screen here. It's always tricky. Um, okay. Okay. Th- that is, uh, y- that picture with Richard's beautiful wife. Oops. I just unshared it. Does not do it justice. Okay. Let's see. Oh my God. Look at, he is so handsome. He is perfect. Hello. Hello, loudmouth. Hello, loud, aggressive. Bite my balls, dog. Hello, handsome baby. Hello, handsome, tall friend. Look at him. Oh my God. My heart. Look at him. Look how handsome he is. He's a great looking dog. You see, these pictures, they're they're cuter than in person because he just was he looks so aggressive, Richard. What is his deal? What he needs some mental help. I I wanna see that sweet, sweet dog. I mean, look how nice he is. His ears are back. Look at his picture. Your wife's like, hey, he's like, hey, how's it going? I really like that you keep me here, even though I want to kill everybody. Oh, I just love it. Oh, I'm pretty look, I'm smiling. Look at him. He's actually smiling. Look how long those legs are. Look at this. Oh, my God. And then the other dog, Zeus, is another badass because Zeus was a rescue. And this is going to make you love Richard even more. Zeus was rescued from a um, some asshole had Zeus, the pit bull boxer mix. And the guy who owned the dog threw Zeus out of the movie, out of a moving car. What the fuck? And then he he hurt his leg very, very badly. And so they ended up fixing Zeus's leg, and he has a steel rod in his back left leg. And so it's all wonky, but it he doesn't hurt him. But he, he operates just fine. But I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on? So those two, and I guess Zeus is the boss of those two dogs. Zeus is, they're both alphas, but Zeus is A1 alpha. And then Charlie, the big mouth asshole, is A2. All right. There you go. Adam says, that's a beautiful black and tan, Richard. They love your dog. Joey says, I actually don't mind hockey. I just like ragging on sports in general. Whatever. What a pain in the ass you are. By the way, uh, Joey Williamson is an excellent cornhole player. All right. Make this official for the asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. August 8th, we're playing paintball. I will be there. I want to play with you. And JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. They sell AMSOIL products, the Lube Slinger Jason Mays. 
Find what you want to buy online and then call Jason at 616-747-0233 and tell him what you want. Funny business. Assholes of the day. Without a doubt. You guys ought to be ashamed of yourselves. And Grins, you're on notice. If you had, you might not have had anything to do with this. But you're being suspected of doing some shitty, shitty things. So if I were you and I found out that you're being suspected of doing shitty things and you did not actually have anything to do with it, then you should say something. All right? If not, you're guilty. Too bad Back Alley Comedy Club couldn't sponsor Asshole the Day today. That's a good call. You just did. Back Alley Comedy Club brings you the asshole of the day. Funny business. I'm happy to bring Don back onto the show. That's great. He's getting himself up and running. Excellent. I want to thank you for being part of this podcast. It is now done. It will continue on Patreon. On the Patreon, I want to talk about this disgusting competitive eater that just showed up here in West Michigan to the corner bar. Apparently, the corner bar has a long history of if you eat a certain amount of hot dogs in a certain amount of time, you get, you're get you on the wall of fame. Well, now they're attracting these, these animal competitive eaters. And um, I've got my take on the whole thing coming up on the Patreon. Okay? That'll be at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. This one is done. Thank you so much for being part of it. Share the show. Retweet with a snarky comment. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Most importantly, subscribe to the audio podcast, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, you name it. Subscribe to the audio podcast. Even if you don't listen to it, subscribe to the audio podcast. Cheap, completely free way of helping me immensely. You are actually putting money in my pocket when you subscribe to the audio podcast. I get paid for that. You know those little ads that play at the beginning like, hey, come to Home Depot and get yourself a fucking lawnmower. I get paid for that. So that's new, by the way, only in the last month. So when you sign up, subscribe to the audio podcast, you are paying me. So if we all did that, oh my God, that's great. More money for vet bills. Thank you so much, folks. Till next time, have a good one. Bye-bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.